Welcome to the Viral Dump. Today's episode number three. Uh, first lineup we have Ask Reddit Questions of the Week, as always. Video game versus battle. We have Would You Try These Weird Foods from Around the World? Can you name this famous movie quote? Who said that? Jesus, God, or Kanye West? Famous celebrity female face-off. All right. I am your host today, EJ. And I'm Joe. Settle on, strap in, or else it gets the hose again. Today's viral dump. Woo. First up, a question from Ask Reddit of the Week. Sultry, sultry question. The cancellation of which TV show still has you frustrated, Joe? Ah, I got a great answer for this. And I don't even, I'm not sure if you remember this show. Um, if you haven't seen it, you need to see it. It's called Zack Stone is Gonna Get Fa- Be Famous. Oh my God, I forgot about that. We loved that show. Yeah, it's Shout a Bo Burnham to, show. Shout out to Bo Burnham. Yes. Man. So before he got really popular with his um, Inside um, special, which was incredible, it was a show Bo Burnham did on MTV. It was an excellent show, and I thought it was hilarious, and it was pretty uh, well ahead of its time. It was before he got really famous, and um, it was a, a sitcom and a satire of how reality TV stars are all vapid and, and, and annoying, and he was definitely the epitome of that in the show. But it was really clever. Um, it's actually streaming on Netflix now. If you haven't seen it, you need to go watch it. Uh, Definitely highly recommend. How about you, EJ? Man, uh, just uh, shouting out some of the ones that are uh, the top responses on Reddit. Uh, most people said Mindhunter. I think the top comment uh, was Mindhunter. Um, and then we had some uh, Pushing Daisies. I've uh, heard that show is really renowned, Rome. Um, for me personally, I'm going to have to say Better Off Ted was definitely a really underrated, weird show. Um, it's The way it satirized... Um, life and politics and stuff, and it was very witty, uh, definitely ahead of its time. Um, had a lot to say, but was also funny and grounded in the reality that it created. And it kind of ended abruptly, it felt like. So I won't spoil the end or anything. But, I've actually uh, never heard of that. Who was even in it? I've, I've, I don't remember any of the names of the actors, but it was really... Really weird, good show. What was that one show that Elijah Wood was in and that he had like an imaginary rabbit friend or something? Oh, Wilfred. Wilfred. That yeah. was really good, too. I yeah. Think, did it get canned? Well, it did, but I felt like it had run its course. Like, Wilfred had done everything with the weird characters and the existence of, like, is it really in his head or not? Um, they had done the most with that that they possibly could have, so. Yeah, that was an excellent show. Yeah. Um. All right, what's, what's the next one, dude? Okay, next up we have, what's the most boring hobby a person can have? And it's funny, I asked my girlfriend Amber beforehand this question, and her and I responded the same exact way. So I feel bad for anyone if they have the answer to this. If you have a coin collection, <laughs> we both <laughs> answered coin collection at the same time. Coin collecting I'm is so sorry. You are lame if you have a coin collection. <laughs> well, I used to when I was younger. I would actually go to that. Ah! Yeah, it was, it was actually not too bad. I think stamp collecting is probably even worse. Yeah, yeah. Stamp but coin then both. again, you can make a lot of money if you if you know what you're doing. So um, maybe even crochet 
I'm throwing a little bit of shade <laughs> at somebody else that's in this room. Like crochet Joe's is probably wife the most is in this room right now and giving the most him boring. a lies. Why do you like to piss me off now? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Actually, that, um, it's really a, a good hobby to have because you're creating something with your hands and any kind of creative outlet's great. But stamp collecting is for losers. <laughs> Any hobby is great, but stamp collecting, screw you. <laughs> yeah, screw you, stamp collectors. All right, what's the next one? How do you think you're going to die? And I know you and I are too logical for this question. How do you think you're going to die? So my brain immediately goes to, to statistics yeah. and that we're both lard asses. So yeah, <laughs> like, statistically, we're both probably going to die of heart disease of some kind. The but, real answer uh, is probably cancer because there's like way too much cancer in, in my Family, but um, probably more likely than cancer is going to be heart disease, right? <laughs> because I'm a, a large man. Even like people at six foot four have a shorter than average life expectancy because they're more likely to have, I guess, heart disease and other um, pumping cardiac that, diseases. But pumping all that blood all the way through that long body and the yeah. long penis of yours, yeah. <laughs> if you guys couldn't hear my wife just said what long penis and i'm going to throw her out the window so be right back what would you refuse to buy even if you were a millionaire or billionaire you go first i refuse to buy an expensive sports car like it is just a to b it's not that serious like yes. people that spend an exorbitant amount on a car it's like you could have sponsored so many children with the thousands of dollars you wasted <laughs> on a special cup holder and a cool HUD, like, and and you can get all those features by buying a slightly older car and just adding some aftermarket attachments to it, yeah. and you'll spend a quarter of the price. If you drive a nice car, you're kind of a douchebag to be. Yeah, I, really, <clears throat> the correct answer is any kind of vanity items, including a sports car or a Rolls Royce or whatever. If I had money, I would kind of wish I would think more on the lines of um, Schindler from Schindler's List. Have you ever have you ever seen Schindler's List? Oh yeah, yeah. It's a, he holds up his watch. That famous scene. And so I could have. Uh, I could have saved, saved twelve, 12 more, more people, or looked at his car. I could have saved uh, fifty more families. And and why wouldn't you? Yeah, exactly. Why if I can get to this. I can only go the speed limit. There's a certain level of wealth you get to where it's like almost immoral not to like do something with it. You know, there is no ethical consumption in the capitalism. Commun we're gonna we're gonna bring out the, <laughs> the Marxist eyes. We're gonna get the the hammer and sickle out and <laughs> uh, resurrect Lenin from his grave. Three episodes now. We're like, all right, comrades. Yes. <laughs> if you got a list of statistics about your life when you die what statistic would you be most interested in okay I, I my legitimate answer and this is not going to be lighthearted and funny as, as usually usually are i would actually legitimately want to know how many people i affected positively and what of my actions have done to improve others well-being in the world even if it was just a small hello to somebody that i seen at the gas station um and that led to them being in a better mood that day i would love to see that i think that would be 
important for anybody to see. And it's really important for people to understand that just a little bit of kindness goes a long way. And if there was a statistic ever like that, I would love to see that. Yeah, that's deep, Joe. How many times did I jack off? <laughs> that's that's what answer. I want to know. <laughs> Billions. <laughs> Moving on, next segment. How many individual sperm have I released from my body? <laughs> and what was the I most common... sperm cell molecule count. <laughs> yeah. How many... What was the most common method of disposing of my <laughs> semen? <laughs> And it's obviously not in a woman. <laughs> and, and I want to see my count against all of my friends and everyone I've ever met in my life. <laughs> yeah, that would be really interesting. <laughs> Moving right along, next segment. Video game versus battle. All right, this is some randomizer website that we're going to get this on. Let's see, what kind of um, games Cha- do we want to look at? Go ahead and change the number of games there to, uh, let's do two on two, just like uh, we're going to do... Later in another segment. Two on two or one on one? One on one, so two yeah. all together. So, yeah, how many games? One or yeah. two. And, uh, yeah, and we'll just leave all the uh, genres intact and platforms intact and see what comes up. So, first two games we have Thief and Bioshock, two uh, very revolutionary games for their time. Uh, Joe, what do you think? First thoughts? Bioshock, hands down. Incredible game. All three of them were incredible. I got really, really mad because I have Bioshock 3, which is Bioshock Infinite, and a friend of mine came over, and he played through. He got further than I did, so I had to stay out of the living room while he was playing the game because I didn't want to spoil the story because it's a first-person shooter. It's really heavy in in storyline, and I thought it was it's one of the best uh, first-person shooters ever. It's not fast. It's pretty slow-paced, but... And story about um, they they kind of criticize uh, Ayn Rand's visions of capitalism, and um, excellent excellent games. I feel like there was a lot of anarcho capitalism kind of uh, um, statements, social statements in the in the story of that too. Yeah, and there was definitely yeah, like the rich and the powerful, uh, you know, reestablishing new societies and leaving everyone else to die in the wasteland and stuff. And a lot of hero worship, and Bioshock Infinite, they had a lot of hero worship, like we worship our founding fathers. Uh, Comstock was um, a pretty much a deity in the game. Nice. And he was uh, supposed to be, I can't think of the fucking word. He was supposed to be an image of what we we feel our, our founding fathers are. And it really is kind of a, a poignant um storyline for especially for a first person shooter it's it's incredible yeah the, the you know uh game's really good when it can have some uh crazy in-depth backstory like that so i uh definitely want to go without thief really made a lot of new mechanics for the time frame that had never been done before and mm-hmm. revolutionized stuff but when i was playing it i felt like the controls were just lackluster so i could never get that next kind of level gaming into it but uh thief was also a good game so no no I shade thrown i didn't get to play it very much and um it was enjoyable it's definitely a good game but nowhere near the the scope that i feel bioshock lens and i actually got um uh three of them for free on the epic store not too long ago and i plan on playing through them again on the, on the pc in full 4k 
UHD max out complete settings because I got a beast of a computer. So I that'll be a lot of fun. Both of these games are on Game Pass, a Game Pass on Xbox as well, where you can stream for free. So we don't have a sponsorship or anything. I'm just saying. <laughs> I believe those are uh, those are games you could play just with an Xbox Pass. So our next two up are Overlord. And what was that other game, Joe? We're going to find two other ones because oh. I didn't really play them. We're going to randomize this until we find games that we actually... Thief 2? Like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> there was three Thief games. They must have a pretty short catalog. Let's see, this is... Oh, there we go. <laughs> well, that's an interesting lineup. We have uh, Fallout New Vegas versus Fallout Tactics. Uh there's no way that these are randomized on yeah. all the games that they have listed, but <laughs> right. that's all right. We'll go with it. Fallout New Vegas versus Fallout Tactics. Yeah. So a lot of hardcore Vegas uh, fans will or uh, Fallout fans will say New Vegas was like the worst out of oh, the bunch. Oh, shit. And uh, yeah, there's there's a good following that say it's the worst. So, if you see a um, hardcore Fallout <laughs> fan saying New Vegas is the worst, they are not on Fallout fans. Because New Vegas is the best in the series. Yeah. Easily. Because um, the story was incredible. The role-playing was incredible. The, in, in the other Fallout games, like Fallout 3 and 4, you might have like three options to answer and one that um, like you can intimidate or whatever. Fallout New Vegas took it to a whole nother level. Uh, with storytelling and options to actually affect the story in the end game that it was there's like so many different endings I played through them all um, I don't even remember which one's my favorite there's a, a whole a whole bunch of um, excellent story in that game and it was obsidian I think is the one that developed this game instead yeah. of uh, Bethesda and yeah. Bethesda published them uh, Fallout 3 Fallout 3 was awesome I loved it Fallout New Vegas. Um, was just on a whole nother level. They only gave them like 18 months to develop the game. Wow. And they come out with one of the best story-driven, um, actual role-playing first-person shooters. Oh. Fallout Tactics is good, too, but I'm not really a, a tactics kind of fan. Yeah, yeah. You know, I've just always heard that all the best, you know, Real Fallout fans hate that game. So. Well, you are wrong. <laughs> <laughs> if you can't tell, I was trolling Joe from the very beginning. <laughs> <laughs> then they come out with Fallout 76. But that's the man. They... I've heard 76 has made a comeback recently. Yeah. I don't know. Like uh, that they've gotten uh, kind of went the way of uh, what was that uh, um, No Man's Sky where yeah, they maybe. made enough updates to it that it's actually a good game now. So Maybe. I might have to look into it, but. They, they just, I'm really sick of these AAA publishers coming out with these garbage games and they expect that uh, the fans are just, well, they're going to buy it anyways and let's give them an unfinished game. Um, I loved Cyberpunk 2077. It's one of my favorite games. I thought the combat was excellent, but it came out so buggy, completely unplayable on uh, the last generation of consoles. So bad they had to actually discontinue the yes. original release on two consoles, I think. And yes. Uh, yeah. PS4 and Xbox One or whatever it was. Um, I just really wish they would stop doing that shit. Just say, we're going to delay it another year. It needs to be baked. Um, people are going to wait. They're going to buy it. 
but they would be a lot happier if they got a finished fucking product that you're going to spend $60 or $70 on. You know what's ironic about the uh, release of that game? The the console that it actually played the most uh, accurately on without the least bugs when it first launched Stadia. was Google Stadia, a platform fuck? no one uses except for me. <laughs> well, I um, it worked really well on my machine, but I um, have a pretty beefy PC. But if you didn't have like top of the line. Um, PC, then it's it, it ran like garbage too. Yeah. There were still a whole lot of glitches, and some of the the side quests were almost broken because of some of the glitches. But I just really, really enjoyed the story. It was beautiful. The town was it was just fun, just getting on a bike and just running through the town, going out into the the outskirts into like the desert area, and it was awesome. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm probably gonna play through it again, but I did beat it um, already once. Nice. You want to do two more rolls of this? Sound good? Sounds good. All right. We're re-rolling our next couple games here coming up. Uh, yeah, it doesn't Same look ones like ones we've time. seen. They were exactly Overlord and Monkey Island. <laughs> came up, this is the worst generator ever, EJ. <laughs> Monkey Island <laughs> and Monkey Mass Island okay, versus do Mass this. Effect. I've never played the Secret of Monkey Island Special Edition, but I have played Mass Effect, and somebody in this room is currently playing Mass Effect. Exactly. It's great. It, uh, I, I couldn't get into the gameplay back in the day just because third-person shooting just feels wonky to me, but I love the immersiveness of the story and how they go the extra mile to make sure that everything in the universe feels real and the characters are flushed out and, like, you can continue the character development through the next games and such. So uh, they did a phenomenal job. Um, love Mass Effect. Definitely going to beat out Monkey's Island. I've only uh, watched <laughs> people play Monkey Island on YouTube. So Yeah, Monkey Island, uh, the original ones are, are funny and, and they're you know silly games. I'm sure they're a lot of fun, but Mass Effect was incredible. Bioware at their best. Mass Effect 1, 2, and even 3. I know a lot of people really didn't like the endings of 3. I didn't really care. Um, but as when it comes to um, third-person shooters with a story, Mass Effect, you really can't get better than Mass Effect. Amen, brother. Bioware storytelling is always uh, on point, for the most part, until they came out with Anthem. Garbage. Andromeda, I've heard, was... Yeah, uh, I haven't played Andromeda either. Yeah, it was awful uh, from what everyone said, but uh, I don't know. I have some friends that enjoyed it. They said as long as you don't treat it like a Mass Effect game and just like a new game altogether, that it's good, but it's not really Mass Effect, as I guess the biggest criticism. So, This is the worst generator <laughs> I have ever seen. They got like 50 platforms uh, to choose from, so many different genres to choose from, we don't pick them. We just pick how many games? Two. Hit random we, games. We got Thief. Fucking Thief and Fallout, Fallout 3. Which we've We're not going <laughs> to. All right, okay. here we go. Daggerfall, okay. And Max Payne. Yeah, so uh, Elder Scrolls is definitely an auto win, even though I've never even played Daggerfall, because I know a lot of the story and the lore from watching people do lore breakdowns from Elder Scrolls on YouTube and such. So just for being in the universe of oblivion and skyrim and such i'm gonna have to give it to Dragonfall. max Payne is like a very much cookie cutter like action typical game to me i know that'll probably make some people angry that are 
fans of the genre, but they're probably not listening anyway. So yeah. <laughs> so Max but, Payne was a lot of fun. Um, it was kind of the back in in the early two thousands when it came out. The facial animations were really like top notch. I'm like, man, that guy actually looks like a real person. But if going back, it looks awful. Um, Elder Scroll. I've actually played a little bit of Daggerfall, and it's huge. If you really wanted to en- envelop yourself, it looks like crap nowadays because obviously it's it's from 1996. <laughs> yeah, and it was first person. We were um, watching Power Rangers and barely not shitting our pants at that point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how old was I? Was eight years old at the time. Yeah, yeah I, obviously I didn't play it when it first came out, but I did play it recently. Um, I didn't beat it. I only played it a few hours. Um, but the map is massive. It's a Bethesda Elder Scrolls game through and through. And, and there's a lot to do, a lot of lore and stuff to get behind, but it just takes up way too much time. Agreed, agreed. All right, we want to try one more? This is our last one. Let's see one last Fucking generator will actually yeah. give us something random. If you hit random and you got tens of thousands of games, <laughs> you're not going to get the same fucking games every time. No, Jade Empire. Oh. You could talk about it. I've yeah. never played it. You've never played Mafia War Jade Empire? No. That's a good list right there. That's a good roll. We can well, roll. you fucking talk about it while I find two games that I've actually played. Nah, it's okay. Let's see. Since fucking won. Monkey Island again. <laughs> yeah, fuck this list. We're going to move on. All right. So we're moving on. <laughs> Next segment. Would you try these weird foods from around the world? <laughs> First up, we have Kaviak from Greenland. Kaviak, sorry if I'm mispronouncing it, any people from Greenland, uh, <laughs> I'm sure you're all eating tons of this, is a uh, dish from Greenland consisting of hundreds of dead ock birds stuffed into the body of a dead seal. The seal is then sealed up to be completely airtight, covered in oil to repel flies and maggots, and then fermented for three months. So it's not enough to just stuff everything together. It also needs to be fermented for three months. <laughs> okay. In the next description, the pungent, toxic-smelling bird meat is said to taste a bit like very mature cheese oh, or licorice. Licorice. What? Why does it get a licorice taste after that? Oh god. Know. So I don't. I haven't eaten meat for a while, um, but I, I'll put that on the back burner and still say no. I will not eat this. Only reason being is if if it wouldn't be so bad if. The smell wasn't bad. Um, I actually like fermented foods, but smell bad smells are um, the one thing that I can't muster through. And some textures, some food textures like cottage cheese, I fucking hate cottage cheese. But if it's got a a really nasty, trashy smell, I'm not putting that in my mouth. It's funny, this cottage cheese hate has come up twice now in the last episode it was because I uh, tried to get you to smell cottage cheese and you didn't smell it. So. Yeah, because we didn't, we, that wasn't the episode. We I, deleted that episode. Oh, did we? Okay. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> we, had a, did, we had the technical difficulties at EJ's house, so we didn't actually get through that episode. Oh, that's right. So, yes, in that episode that you guys didn't hear, <laughs> I said I didn't like cottage cheese because of the texture. I was so psyched, too. I'm like, Joe is going to gag on Mike, and this is going to be hilarious quality gold content. What did I think it smelled like? There was something specific yeah. I thought it smelled like. I, uh, 
I can't remember. It was something. It wasn't even something edible. Vanilla. Yeah. It was, it was like vanilla. vanilla ash extract or something like yeah, that. Yeah. It smelled like warm sugar cookies or something. Wow. At any rate, um, I'd, with any cultural dish, if it's an actual cultural dish that people eat around the world, I would force myself to try anything. That's if like normal people eat it and it's safe to eat and it's actually food that people eat, not like weird concoctions that people come up with on the internet just to troll. Yeah. So I would try probably everything on this, uh, but we'll see how I feel as we get further down this weird, weird list. Yeah. So, um, yeah. The, uh, the the first one, Kavik, um, Kaviak. It, Kaviak. It, it looks like haggis. there's a, yeah, it looks like haggis. And then like the skin's cut open in a very non-food tasty kind of way. And uh, it's split all the way down to what looks to appear to be a butthole at the bottom. <laughs> so they're really trying to turn us on with this dish. But uh, let's go on to the next one here. Um uh, Penis fish from South Korea. What the hell? Okay. Who wouldn't want to eat a fish shaped like a penis? Well, in South Korea, the penis fish is a popular delicacy. What the fuck? Known as gable. Penis yeah, fish typically eaten raw. <laughs> they eat it raw, too? <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, I've, I've seen like uh, videos on TikTok or YouTube with that'll like cut one end of the penis fish and like all the liquid drains out and it really gets really thin, and they cut it up um, like ceviche or something. Oh, it actually, look, I would probably eat this. Um, it looks – most of the flavor is probably from the sauce that they put on it. Um, it's probably got like a really rubbery texture. But I, I would eat it. I, I would have no problem eating a penis. A penis fish. <laughs> so – as long as the penis doesn't smell like trash, it's like that, I will put it in my mouth. It's like that old insult where they're like, you know, eat a dick, and Korea was like, hold okay. my beer. <laughs> does your does your penis smell like trash, EJ? I I would imagine so. Yeah. What you got to do is take your hand, wipe the gooch with your hand, and oh, smell. Yeah, yeah. I don't do you ever do that? that? No, <laughs> you've never a, done that before. There's a uh, person in my life that I used to date that uh, used to have to do that for some reason. It was a tick where anytime they'd scratch a purse, a part of their body, they'd have to smell it afterwards, or else they wouldn't feel right. It's like a weird tick. Yeah. And uh, my God, these penises like they they don't even they aren't even fishy. Like legitimately, if you look at the outer texture of these penises, like, I would think that is the penis flesh of a human. It looks very penis-like. Very, very penis-like, human penis-like. So, um, I would be very disturbed trying it, but just out of uh, respect for culture, I guess I would have to try it. So, yeah, you'd do it. Yeah, we'll, 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 the, eat a, um, we'll eat a dick for science. Yes. <laughs> One of my favorite subreddits because we're um, nerdy-ass white dudes, so we're, of course we're on Reddit. Neckbeards. Yes. R slash mildly penis. And I, <laughs> it's just things around the world that look phallic in nature. And I got my son um, um, laughing about it, too. So sometimes we'll sit down and look at memes and then go to r slash mildly penis. And, As a father and son should do, yes. look at penises together. Okay. Yes. Oh. All right, next one. Kazu Marazu. I, I feel like I've heard of this one. Kasu Marazu is quite Katsu Marzu. Katsu Marzu is quite simply Pecorno Porcino cheese that has been completely decomposed Porcarino. and occupied by maggots. 
It is dangerous to eat and could be fatal. See, that's where I draw the line. If there's like any higher of a 1% chance of me dying of eating something, I'm not doing it. But uh, it originates from Italy where it was eaten by those in desperate poverty who had little else to eat. Okay, well, that makes sense. Yeah, so. Pecorino, that's what it is. This is more depressing than it is uh, interesting. (laughs) Yeah, it's actually banned here. You can't import this stuff. Uh, So you would have to fly to Italy. And that's the only reason why I wouldn't eat it because I'm probably never going to go to Italy. But if it was legal here, I would definitely, I love cheese. Um, I've went vegetarian. I can't go vegan, bro. You've got to love cheese to love cheese this much. Dude, That's, I uh, will eat any cheese that you give me. <laughs> I'll I'll take a block of Lumberger and just like scarf it down. I I just love cheese. <clears throat> all of it. Yeah, but the best cheese, Vermont sharp cheddar. Really, it's white cheddar cheese. It's really super sharp. If you Joe, disagree, you're wrong. What's my favorite cheese? Um, from Munda cheese? No, you know I know. Seriously, the like real. I don't one. know the answer. You Just, don't know the answer? No. What's your favorite cheese? Blue cheese, man. I eat oh. it with everything. You know. You that. like blue you, cheese you, dressing. You don't like blue cheese. You like I, blue cheese. I like dressing. the crumbles and everything. Really? Like, yeah. I do. I used to get the just. The You're containers. the one that got me into it. I, I feel betrayed. I'm sorry. This is supposed to be like our friendship thing. Yeah. I apologize. Like blue cheese is something we bonded over. Well, I will I will eat some blue cheese with you and, and regain our friendship. All right, cool. Uh, Harkel is an Icelandic delicacy of fermented shark meat that is famed for its incredibly pungent odor. It takes nine weeks for the fermentation process to reduce the natural toxins in shark meat, making it ready to eat with no cooking required at all. It actually... There's a photo right now for reference of hanging meat from these stalks and it actually reminds me of pork hanging off and it actually looks slightly tasty i'm not uh yeah hackerel hackerel hawk hey carl (laughs) hey carl you want some of my delicate delicacy delicacy (laughs) um yeah i really like fermented foods so I, i would try it um it probably tastes like shit but i'll try it i feel like a big man too eating like the uh i don't know the the highest predator in the uh, ocean, in the ocean next to the, you know, big ass uh, the whales are the only thing bigger, I guess. Yeah, I would, I would eating try, a I shark. Would, I would try it. Next one, snake soup from China. Snake soup is a two thousand year old delicacy eaten mostly through China, but also some other parts of Asia. Different snakes can be used, and often a customer will pick out the snakes that they want to use. That's interesting. I'd like to know, like. You know, water moccasin versus like gardener versus like <laughs> Python which one, versus yeah, which one? Which is better? Which ones taste differently? I, I would imagine snake would have a super rubbery, like gross, like um, almost all fat kind of taste. Yeah, That's, I mean, it, it probably is really fatty, but um, I, I, I would think it's more. Everything tastes like chicken. So yeah, it tastes like chicken. If if I had to guess, and there was no context with the photo we're looking at, I would guess that's just chunky chicken soup of some kind yeah with a little um, bit of spine up there yeah i, I would eat it um i would i really like some savory soups and um fuck snakes so yeah i'd eat it <laughs> all right we last have, one we'll do one more yeah one more sheephead uh small in norway and that 
Wow, that is disturbing. It uh, the head is literally the entire head, and you can almost see the sadness and despair as it was being <laughs> murdered in its eyes. Oh, it's, it's missing eyes, and um, yeah, I uh, I'm gonna pass hard on this one just because it's a little too much of the whole body, and and uh, I know you should respect the kill and stuff, but uh, that's disturbing. Like the face. The skin of the faces like kind of fused together from the cooking process, and uh, yeah, like skin on your face isn't usually fused together. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like <laughs> flaps of skin hanging <laughs> off of your face. Uh, the article says, although not particularly well known for the weird food, this Norwegian recipe for sheep's head, known as smallhove, wins the prize for being just outrageously odd. Uh, small hoof is a traditional recipe that is usually eaten on the Sunday before Christmas. <laughs> I would eat it. Um, or at least I would try it. Um, obviously, now I don't have any meat, but um, I, I'm, I'm willing to try everything once as long as it doesn't taste like or smell like trash. Well, hey, Santa, would you like some head? <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, I want some fucking head. <laughs> and then they cut off a sheep's head. <laughs> but, uh, that's not what I meant. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Our cultures are very different. We're like, you know, chicken and turkey. And this clause hasn't been put <laughs> out. And the elves, they don't like it when I, I go a little too far, get too handsy. <laughs> and you were offering me head, but then you gave me a sheep's head? <laughs> what is wrong with you people? You get coal. <laughs> that, that, that was weird. All right. We're, I think we're done with the food. Next awesome segment, famous movie quotes. Joe, I'm going to ask you this quote, and I'm going to ask you what movie it came from. It's that simple. Okay. We have, I believe, 10 or 11 uh, different quotes, and uh, I've cherry-picked them especially just so you could actually feel good and win this time. Okay. So <laughs> if you miss this, uh, I'm going to bully you a lot. Okay. Anyways. Sounds good. Are you ready? Yes, sir. You've got red on you. That would be Shaun of the Dead. Ding ding, 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 ding. You want to talk a little bit about Shaun of the Dead, Joe? Uh, incredible movie. Um, one of my favorites, actually. I would put that in my top 50 um, favorite movies list. First time I watched it was at one of uh, EJ's friend's house. And we got so stoned. Yeah. I lost my ability to, to function in reality, but... They were playing Shaun of the Dead on the screen to the right, and I don't remember anything about it from that that time. But Joe ate a whole box of cereal and then proceeded to puke it all. Yes, up the- and they were all really concerned about me, and and his friend's hot mom was hitting on me the whole time. <laughs> but I couldn't I, uh, I couldn't do anything about it because I was melting to the couch, and I felt I got really concerned because I felt my I was laying my head back and I felt like my legs starting to vibrate. I'm like, what the fuck is that? And it turned out to be their cat <laughs> jumped on my lap and started purring. <laughs> but yeah, Shaun of the Dead was on, and and I don't remember seeing. It. I remember it being on, but I don't remember anything from the movie at that point. But it ended, ended up being one of my favorite movies. Hot Fuzz is excellent too. Shout out to a YouTuber named Nerd Writer. He did a uh, segment on the uh, director of Shaun of the Dead and. Uh, you know, all the other Edgar movies. Wright. Yeah, Edgar Wright. He's amazing the way he, especially the way he does comedy and the way he cuts uh, to other scenes is even funny. Like, even little tiny details he 
of like scene transition and stuff. He uses those moments to make funny moments out of it. And you don't realize how clever it is until you see someone like break it down and explain why it's funny and why it's clever. So kill the queen. Yeah. And they had the jukebox on and had queen playing. Yeah. (laughs) He said, kill the queen. Like, no. Yeah. Good. uh, All right. Next quote. I have nipples, Greg. Could you milk me? Uh, Meet the parents. That would be meet the parents. Yes, sir. 2000. Yeah, these great, are easy. Yeah, that's uh, that's a great movie. You know, uh, Robert De Niro at a uh, awesome and uh, you get a little mums. That's another <laughs> one of my favorite. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> get a nice bottle of wine. It's like a fifty dollar bottle of wine. Oh, you can get like a, a lot of mums <laughs> for fifty bucks. <laughs> ben Stiller is so good at like these. He can go over the top, but when I like Ben Stiller the most is when he's being subtly funny, like yes. and letting the like weirdness of the situation make it funnier. Um, there's a there's a rom com he did called Heartbreak Kid, which is oh god, EJ super, watched that so many times. Super underrated. I love that movie, and I think the reason it's so funny is just because he takes these little moments that aren't even big deals and just make it freaking hilarious. So. Shout out to the him, but uh, next one the movie quote Joe has to guess. You're putting the pussy on a pedestal. I don't remember. You're, I honestly don't remember what we have watched this movie together so many times. Come on, man! You're putting a pussy on a pedestal. Pussy on the pedestal. What? What's that? that why is everyone saying that? Pussy on the pedestal. Is that like Van Wilder or something? No. Yeah, I have no you, idea. You want to guess again? No. Okay, Judd Apatow. Do you know now? Oh, uh, you know I know who Judd Apatow is. Is it um, um, the one where Seth Rogen gets the lady girl pregnant, knocked up? Oh no. Okay, that would be Forty Year Old Virgin. Oh, okay. <laughs> Steve Carell. Yeah, you're I putting the pussy seen it on a so pedestal. Long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I, I remember now. That was a great movie. I Went back and watched it with my girlfriend, and it's definitely some problematic scenes that we would not endorse in 2022, being the woke good folk we are now. But it's it's uh, it's pretty funny. So yeah, it's a good one. A lot of uh, homophobia, but I feel like they were trying to be lighthearted with it, but it's still like unacceptable by today's standards, really, in the way that they were doing it. So S H W H J W. All right, go ahead. Do you know what happens to a toad when it's struck by lightning? The same thing that happens to everything else. I hate this quote so much. I love this movie, but this quote always made me angry because it's an awesome character. It's an amazing series. It comes from an amazing comic, but this quote ruined the whole freaking movie almost. You're going to have to give me a hint because I have no idea. The the hints I just gave you by a female character from a comic, uh, awesome movie, terrible quote. And it's about a frog getting struck by lightning. I'll say it again. Do you know what happens to a toad when it's struck by lightning? The same thing that happens to everything else. No idea. <laughs> I'm you... I, um, Batman Forever. <laughs> That's your final guess? I guess. Yeah, no, no. It's uh, it's the original 2000s X-Men. It's uh, Storm when I... she... When she oh, has the dude God. fly on the thing. And she says that stupid quote when that was, oh, <laughs> before she yeah, shoots him with okay. lightning. I remember now. I cringe every time I think about that scene. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 
Now, I know you'll get this one because your wife is a pretty big fan of this series. Okay. And if not, she might slap you around a little bit. I volunteer as tribute. I'm a big fan of this series. Yeah, I knew you were. Hunger Games. Yeah. The the books are awesome. Yeah. I know they're like young adult fiction, but read the books because they're actually really good. Good story is good story, man. I don't care if it's meant for kids or not. If you can pull off a good narrative. And that was like, there was a lot of depth to that story. Yeah, a lot more than you think. All right. Next quote. Dear eight pound, six ounce, newborn infant baby Jesus. Um, I don't really like this movie, but Talladega Nights. You don't like Talladega Nights? I thought it was kind of stupid. I haven't really watched I watched it maybe once or twice, and then uh, when it was around when it first came out, and I really wasn't into it. Uh, Ricky Bobby. I'm all jacked up on Mountain Dew. There's the so many. Part, the funniest part was when his... Uh, he, his dad comes. It's like all really <laughs> it's beautiful, beautiful in the end. Like the dad actually comes and wants to be a part of his life, and then he sells the tickets. <laughs> but he continues to watch the race from outside the yes. track just because he's such a degenerate. Yes. All right. Next one. Man, fuck Jesse Jackson. This one's a little bit of a hard one. So we haven't watched it in a while, but I know you own this movie at one point. Hint. It's a black movie. It's a black movie, just yeah. like with black people in it. Yeah, it's a black culture movie. <laughs> like, oh, it's one that. <laughs> what do you mean by a black? One movie? that resonates well with black culture. It's a black people. Uh, Medea. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and you owned it, <laughs> man. Fuck Jesse Jackson. Um, I don't know, man. Barbershop. I don't. I've never seen Barbershop. Yes, you. You owned it. That's no. a, you're the one I borrowed it off of. I don't think I've ever watched Barbershop. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, never mind then. <laughs> yeah, you're thinking of somebody else. I've never seen I, it. I could have sworn I like borrowed it and never gave it back to you. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> you might have borrowed it because I don't. I've never seen it before. That's why I forget that I owned it because I never watched it. I know you love this one, but I don't know that you'll remember it. Um, so I'll try to do the accent to give you a hint as much as possible, okay. and also say this, this is going to be bad. This <laughs> was 2009. Okay. So that's a bingo. Oh, Inglorious Bastards. Yeah, there we go. That was a uh, terrible accent. Yeah, Chris, that's my Christoph Waltz impression. Yeah, <laughs> that was one of. I mean, it's okay. We already went over that. I'm a really big fan of Quentin Tarantino, yeah. and you thought I would forget. <laughs> Famous quote from Inglorious Bastards. I just, for some reason, thought that that one would be obscure enough that you wouldn't remember that particular oh, quote. Whatever. You're ridiculous. <laughs> Why are you so offended that I thought you might miss that one? <laughs> Next question. Your, your record isn't exactly stellar on I this know, podcast. I know. <laughs> I'm doing good this one. You are. All right. This one, I know you love this movie because uh, I remember talking to you about it quite a bit. But we haven't watched this in quite a while, so this might be a hard one. Okay. Why are you wearing that stupid man suit? A very trippy, crazy movie from uh, the early 2000s or late 90s, I want to say. Oh, can you give me I a hint? Down the year Wait, who's on in one. it? Uh, the only thing I'm going to say, it's a very a mind psychedelic movie that has a lot of delusion and... Uh... Uh, I have no idea. Donnie Darko. That man suit. Yeah, you don't remember that? Uh, no. What, what scene is that from? I, I, I think he's sitting on the, on the couch, and he looks up, and it's like, why are you wearing that stupid man suit and looking up at the uh, the, the rabbit guy? They do the like, slow look over. Yeah. I don't even know the name of the, yeah. the rabbit. 
Yeah, I don't. I don't remember that. Huh. Okay. It's a really good movie. Though. I know you love this one too because okay. uh, you've raved to me about the acting and uh, stuff. Um, not quite my tempo from 2014. Whiplash. Yeah. Yeah, it's a really good movie too. Um, Adam Neely is one of the, the music guys I watch on YouTube. He does a, a, a pretty good breakdown of how it's not really that accurate when it comes to like jazz um, um, instruction or whatever. But um, was it J.K. Simmons? Awesome. Yeah, his performance was amazing. Um, and it's really more of a story about obsession of um, obsession of getting and being the best and you know, how toxic that can be and stuff, no matter what the medium is. I think right. that was the overall, you know, theme. So. Yeah. Even if you just, just watch it just for the um, entertainment, it's really good. Next one. All right. Next segment. Who said that? Jesus slash God or Kanye West? Okay. So I'm going to say a quote. Joe, you have to guess. Was it Jesus slash God from the Bible, or was it Kanye West from his Bible, a.k.a. his discography? Okay. <laughs> so these are lyrics from Kanye West, or just, just quotes? Or, just quotes, okay. Or lyrics, yeah, whatever. Okay. All right, so the first one. Wives, be subject to your husbands as it is fitting in the Lord. That would be Jesus. Final answer? Final answer. That was Jesus. Yes. yes. Good job. Okay. You better be submissive, Jenny. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, good. God, we're coming off as chauvinists of this I episode. Know. <laughs> Jesus, you think you <laughs> Quote, I am God's vessel for he. I am God's vessel for he. Kanye West. Final answer. You are good at this. That is Kanye West. Yes. Good job. He's All right. Silly, silly man. <laughs> He does have mental health issues, so yeah, yeah, that factors into it. <laughs> Delusions of grandeur, for sure. I am the way, the truth, and the light, and no I, one will come to the Father but by me. It would be Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Good job, Jesus. Even knew the follow-up uh, scripture. Good. You've spent too much time in, uh, <laughs> in church. Joe. It's like one of the, the, the most famous Bible. Passages, but oh, yeah, you can tell I haven't went since I was yeah. like freaking eight. <laughs> Heathen. All right, next one. It's better to dwell in the wilderness than with a continuous and angry woman. Uh, I'm gonna say that was Kanye. All right, it's better to dwell in the wilderness than with a continuous and angry woman. Yeah, I think that's Kanye. That was Jesus Christ. No way. <laughs> what a woman-hating son of a bitch. Yeah, yeah there's right. a lot of misogyny in the Bible for sure. <laughs> All right. Art is to be free. Design is to fix. Art is to be free. Design is to fix. Art that's is to Kanye. Final answer? Final answer. That is Kanye West. Yes, sir. Good job. All right. Last but not least... The only luxury is time, time spent with family. That's Kanye as well. It's Kanye, yeah, that one's kind of obvious. I, I thought you would do worse with that, so I wanted to, <laughs> give, it a, I wanted to give you a softball at the end. But yeah, yeah, you just you killed it. Good job, buddy. Woo-woo! <laughs> uh, shit. Next segment. <laughs> Talking about misogyny. <laughs> Forgot all about the women. <laughs> yeah. 
Female celebrity face-off. So who who would win in a fight? Who's got better it's not personality? Who, we are just pick, so what we're doing is we're randomly generating two female celebrities slash uh, big names, and we're just choosing who we would pick out of it. So it could be uh, acting ability, it can be um, you know attractiveness, it can be whatever we'd want. Just who uh, who would we pick out of these two fine ladies? So. We'll do uh, five of these, I think, sound good. FMK, is that what we're going to do? <laughs> Fuck Mary <Kill. laughs> No. <laughs> All right, we'll just... Uh... Ah, Julia Roberts versus Miley Cyrus. See, damn, this is a hard one because when I'm in a trashy-ass mood and I want a bitch to twerk, uh, Miley Cyrus is my go-to. I would say Miley Cyrus. And she just but... seems like she's just a lot more... I mean, Julia but Roberts just... So many good acting boring. movies. Yeah, yeah. I would go with Miley Cyrus because she seems like she would actually have um, uh, be a lot of fun to be around. Yeah, Miley Cyrus all the way, but I'm not going to hate on Julia Roberts. She's great. Yeah, so. she's a great actress. She just seems like she's just boring in real life. Right. All right, generate another two. See if this generator gives us Julia Roberts again. <laughs> all right, no. Rachel Bilson? Penelope Cruz. I don't know who those people are, so it's, you can you can comment. Yeah, um, I don't know either. I just know Penelope Cruz is uh, actress, I think. So uh, we can regenerate these. Generate. <laughs> ah, Zoe, Zoe Dachanel, Dachanel or Miley. God damn it. <laughs> Do you, you picking these <laughs> random generators out of all the female celebrities, we get Miley Cyrus again. And you have a unique check, too, so they should be like. Oh, my God. Beyonce or Britney Spears? Oh, there we go. Beyonce. Yeah, Beyonce for sure. My youth, I definitely would have went with Britney Spears, but uh, like when she was younger and I was coming up. But uh, I have a feeling like Beyonce is probably like uh, just um, not a pleasant person to be around. I had that feeling, and she just gives off like she's almost godlike. But I, I think she would have a lot more to to talk about, and she's. Freaking gorgeous. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, so is Britney Spears, but I think Beyonce's definitely got uh, oh, yeah. more to talk about. I think sure. Beyonce is a verb at one point where, you yeah, know, so. for sure. So definitely wins on that one. All right. Generate Charlize Theron or J Lo? Theron. Theron, yeah. Charlize Theron um, or Jennifer Lawrence? J Lo. That's not J Lo. J-Law, maybe. <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence. Dude. Jennifer Lawrence definitely wins. She seems so personable and so down-to-earth and real. Um, Charlize Theron is a great actress in some roles, but then I've seen her in other roles that aren't like written correctly, and she just can't deliver the lines. Um, there's a really cringy scene that always makes me cringe with her in it. Um, Hitchcock, or Hancock, with Will Smith from 2007 or so, I think it is. Uh, she plays the wife that doesn't know he's like the superhero, and they, uh, you know. Uh, but anyways, there's a uh, there's a scene where she has to deliver lines about like their ancestry and stuff, and it was just delivered in such a cringe way that they were just trying to throw as much story into one little line of dialogue as possible, that even she couldn't make it work. And uh, so yeah, it's, uh, I have uh, no. Thoughts or memories of Jennifer Lawrence being that way. She's always been awesome in like everything. So, um, Charlize Theron was incredible in Monster. Yeah, yeah, that's um, her best role actually. Monster. I mean, it's one of the best roles I think ever put to screen. Monster was amazing. 
Uh, her and uh, Christina Ricci. Yeah. Christina Ricci's awesome, too. And they like, made her look so, like, b- believable as that character and stuff. And even though she's, yeah, like, I a, can't remember her name. A-list, beautiful celebrity. Yes. <laughs> like, but still, I think my... I mean, Char- Charlize Theron's awesome, I think. But uh, Jennifer Lawrence just seems so, so down-to-earth. And uh, I, would, I, I watched, like, ha- most of her movies. There's still a couple... Uh, I think Darren Aronofsky did a movie with her mother, I think it is. I haven't seen that. Yeah. Uh, Red Sparrow. But the ones that I have seen, um, uh, what's that player's handbook? Yeah. Dallas what? Buyer. No. no, no, no. Um, yeah. You know what I'm talking about. The baseball one. No, it's not the baseball one. Uh, it's her and. Um, uh, I don't know what you're talking about then. Anyways, it was an excellent movie. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever the hell that movie was. I can't remember. It's going to bug me because I just watched a scene of her in the diner with, uh, and I'm going to bug me that I can't figure out that guy's name either. Anyways, J-Law, 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 Jennifer Lawrence is the answer. All right, we'll do one more. Yeah. Oh, um, and also, quick plug with J- Jennifer Lawrence. If you've uh, ever watched the back and forth they did to promote a movie with Chris Pratt and her, there's a uh, there's an insult back and forth thing on YouTube that's hilarious that went viral. I'm pretty sure most people listening would have uh, heard it before, but uh, they just trade insults back and forth, and it's try not to make each other laugh or try to make the other person laugh, and it's pretty hilarious. It's uh, contagious laughter for sure. Anyways. So- I guess there. I think the baseball did factor into that. Some sport factored into that movie. I was thinking about that she's in with the guy. I can't remember his name. She. I think she won an Oscar for that too. It's um, really good. Um, anyways, yeah. J Law, Jennifer Lawrence, all the way. Okay, let's do. We'll do this one. Yeah. When is Paltrow and Olivia Wilde? So Olivia Wilde all the way on this one um, because she's. Um, I think just an all-around better person. Gwyneth Paltrow, um, I would like to talk to her about how uh, being in a relationship with the dude from Coldplay is affecting her life and, and about how she uh, sleeps at night by peddling uh, snake oil on her Goop website. Oh, yeah, she's the Goop person. I forgot about that. And that kind of brings down my uh, opinion of Iron Man because – she actually does a pretty good job uh, on. Yeah, on she's Iron a Man great actress. Stuff, but, she was uh, in um, um, Contagion, and she was like the, oh, the yeah. I patient she was zero. Yeah. yeah, she was a patient zero in Contagion, and, I, and that's one of my favorite movies. But Olivia Wilde just seems like such a cool person. Uh, she's gorgeous. She's been in some uh, really good roles. Uh, every time she's, I've seen an interview with her, she just seems like the most down to earth kind person so i would go with olivia wilde yeah me too and she's also been in some comedy roles too where she was like the uh, supporting actress and stuff and actually did a a few funny takes which i did not expect from her because she's traditionally uh kind of more serious so yeah. and the tron uh, is it legacy is that the, the movie yeah she the one from really, really 2009 or so i love that movie i know yeah. a lot of people didn't really like it but i thought it was better than the original tron and the soundtrack from daft punk top notch daft punk I think that's an, an, enough of the rating women. <laughs> <laughs> With the, we do in 2022 is non-chauvinists. <laughs> yeah. At least we're not like, oh, she's got better tits. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure I said that a few times, but, you know. 
Well, anyways, uh, it's been a great episode. Uh, if you'd like this, uh, or if you uh, you know want to check out some local comedy, uh, go to theeddysherman.com. He has a podcast where he uh, interviews uh, some local comedians. I also do some producing on that podcast. But uh, go ahead and uh, shout us out on Twitter. Uh, share with all your friends. Like all that crap. Uh, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.